I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, December 2nd. Here are today's headlines. President Joe Biden signed a bill today that will prevent the railroad strike that was set to take place on December 6th. Congress approved the measure earlier this week. Biden applauded Congress's efforts in preventing the strike while admitting the bill did not include paid sick leave. Independent Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont had introduced a paid sick leave amendment to railway workers, but it was voted down in the Senate. Check out some of Biden's Friday remarks per MSNBC. And thanks to the bill Congress passed and one I'm about to sign, we've spared the country that catastrophe. At the same time, we ensured workers are going to get a historic 24 percent wage increase over the next five years, improved working conditions and peace of mind around their health care. And look, I know this bill doesn't have paid sick leave that these rail workers and frankly, every worker in America deserves. But that fight isn't over. I didn't commit we were going to stop just because we couldn't get it in this bill that we were going to stop fighting for it. I've supported paid sick leave for a long time. I'm going to continue that fight till we succeed. Biden said in his Friday announcement that as many as 765,000 Americans would have been put out of work for the first time within the first two weeks of the strike alone. A former Navy SEAL who used to identify as a transgender woman said yesterday that he's detransitioning, returning to his identity as a man. The Daily Caller reports that Chris Beck, who previously identified as a transgender woman by the name of Kristen Beck, announced his detransition in an interview with conservative commentator Robbie Starbuck. Beck served as a combat veteran with 13 deployments. He became popularly known as a transgender Navy SEAL after a 2013 interview with CNN's Anderson Cooper. Beck said in his interview yesterday that the Department of Veterans Affairs provided a doctor who manipulated him into believing he was transgender. Beck said this doctor, Anne Speckhard, recommended cross-sex hormones to him after an hour-long session. Beck and Speckhard wrote a book in 2013 titled Warrior Princess, which detailed Beck's process of coming out as a transgender Navy SEAL. Beck announced his transition on CNN later that year. But Beck explained yesterday that Speckhard hatched a deal to release this book and that CNN had used him. Here are some of the remarks he shared on Starbucks show. I'm telling you right now, I am not transgender. And everything you're doing to these children right now it's, I am not that. I'm probably something else, and I don't know what it is. This is what we need to talk about. The fact that a 50-something-year-old can sit in front of you and tell you whatever happened to me as a kid and how I grew up and then whatever sexuality and whatever, whatever happened to me. Everyone suffers. Everyone has things that happen to them. It's normal. It's life. And what happened to me should not be an excuse for a psychologist to push their agenda. And that's what's happening. You know, we all suffer. I should have figured it out. I wish I had someone that would have helped me. And I would have seen a lot of trauma. I would have seen isolation. I would have seen depression, anxiety. I would have seen some adjustment disorder. I did all this after I got out of the military. 20 years in the military, I had some trauma, you know? And now I'm walking into our psychologist's office, and one day... 
One day I had a letter in my hand saying I was transgender and I was authorized hormones. I was authorized all this other stuff. President Biden is having a busy day today. After he signed the bill this morning blocking the railroad strike, he traveled up to Boston, where he's meeting Prince William and Princess Catherine of Wales. The New York Times reports that Biden will later meet with the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Union. The president will then participate in a Senate campaign to help Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock with his re-election campaign in the Georgia runoff against Republican Herschel Walker. Reuters reports that Ukraine's military said it found fragments of Russian-fired nuclear-capable missiles with dud warheads in West Ukraine. A Ukrainian military spokesman told reporters yesterday that the missile fragments fell in eastern regions of Ukraine on October 31st. These fragments were identified as parts of KH-55 cruise missiles and did not show abnormal levels of radioactivity. The spokesman said the use of such missiles is intended to distract the attention of Ukraine's air defense systems and tire it out. InfoWars host Alex Jones filed for personal bankruptcy today. A Connecticut court previously ruled that Jones must pay $1.44 billion in damages to family of the victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. Family members of the victims filed suit after Jones suggested the shooting was a hoax. It's worth noting that Jones interviewed rapper Kanye West, who now goes by Ye, on InfoWars a day before filing for bankruptcy. CNBC reports that Ye made a series of anti-Semitic comments, praised Nazi leader Adolf Hitler, and talked about his recent dinner with former President Donald Trump and white supremacist Nick Fuentes. Colorado's Democrat Secretary of State ordered a recount of votes in the state's 3rd Congressional District after Republican Lauren Boebert narrowly won re-election. Democrat candidate Adam Frisch conceded to Boebert after she led with 550 votes. The Daily Call reports that the race was decided within half percent margin of the winner's total. Democrat Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold wrote in a Wednesday statement that the results of the District 3 race reinforce the fact that every vote matters. Griswold said she was ordering a recount in accordance with Colorado law to confirm the will of the voters. Well, and for our last segment today, before we head into our weekend, we have the Daily Signal intern, Wallace White, here with us today to share a little bit of positive news about the World Cup. Wallace, take it away. Thank you, Virginia. Soccer is not usually the most popular sport in these United States, but for one game, the U.S. men's national team became the pride of the nation with their big win against Iran, 1-0 on Wednesday, advancing to the elimination stage of the FIFA World Cup. The pivotal goal was scored by Christian Pulisic, who laid it all out on the line, sustaining a groin injury and securing the point, which put him out of the action for the second half. Here's the clip of the game-winning play from The Athletic. Robinson, back for the captain, Tyler Adams. Austin McKinney, Des making a big run. It's meant for him. Des is snuck in behind. Des in the middle. Pulisic scores! Might have paid the price, but the U.S. takes the lead. Team USA kept their composure and fended off Iranian tax for the remainder of the time. Tim Ream was proud of the squad's ability to stay on target, even after the goal and the subsequent injury, as he said in the interview posted to the U.S. men's national team's Twitter. The calmness, um, you know, towards the end, I, I looked around and I thought, wow, we have 11 calm guys here. Um, and it was, uh, that's what saw us over. Not many expected the U.S. to make it far, 
but the Americans proved the world wrong even with relatively low goal scoring. Winger Tim Weah gave his comments to Fox after the game in a similar vein, elated at the USA's odds-defying performance, and tipped his hat to his teammates' sacrifice for the goal. You know, I always say it's us against the world because no one believed that, um, you know, U.S. can play good football and, you know, we're just here trying to show the world and uh, I think it's, it's no better than to do it with the, the people we love, um, our families in the, in the stands. So, I mean, you know, we do it for them and, you know, I'm just really happy that, you know, we're through to the next round and, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful day. It's definitely a beautiful feeling. In celebration, the Empire State Building donned the red, white, and blue, the night of the victory. It seems these days there are a few things that can bring the whole country together, but the U.S. men's national team has done just that. We wish our boys in blue the best in their elimination match tomorrow against the Netherlands. Well, thanks, Wallace, for bringing us that story. And we're certainly going to be watching Team USA on Saturday to see if they can pull off another victory. And we thank you for all of your service to the Daily Signal at the Heritage Foundation over the past three months. Our interns do so much to keep uh, keep really things running here at the Daily Signal. And so uh, it's been a joy working with you. And we certainly wish you all the best as, uh, as you continue on finish out college, and then on in your career. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to work here. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning. I'm going to be sitting down with Dr. Ben Carson and Armstrong Williams to discuss their new book, crisis in the classroom, crisis in education. It's an amazing conversation that you won't want to miss. Also make sure to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you right back here on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Samantha Asheris, and Jillian Richards. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.